0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa! What up, mi gente? What's poppin'? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking to some an awesome independent comic book creator. Not just a comic book creator. I mean, he's, he wears many hats. Writer, artist, design, this, that, the other. My man here is going to be a future star in this game. You I know, mean, right now, he's out there with his third Kickstarter. That's right, folks, his third because his past two was successful. So we're going to start getting some good tips on how to win a successful Kickstarter, how to do some kick ass comics with this Future superstar right here, the one, the only Edwin de Castro. Wepa, how
1: you doing? Hey, glad to have you What's up, everybody? Hey, glad to have
0: you here. What's up?
1: That's awesome, yeah. bro.
0: Uh, yeah, but you're awesome because you got a kick-ass book, bro. This is your third project. You've had two projects successful, you, you know. So congrats! And again, to see a federal Latino, you know, in the game too, kicking ass like this in the crowdfunding, I, I, I love it, bro. We're gonna start getting into it. You know, you I already know. Based on how you just spoke to me, I know what your background is. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for those that don't know, um, let, let, let them know, everyone, like where did you, where you originally from, where did you grow up at, and what was your first taste of fandom?
1: So my parents are Dominican, but I was born in New York, which is like a small Dominican Republic over there. It's not like uh, Pablo, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've always had dreams of being a writer ever since I was a kid. I've even been writing like fan fiction about like Ninja Turtles and things like that when I was a kid. So I've always just had practice writing and we're finally achieving the dream with this series here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. What was your first taste of fandom? What was the first thing you fell in love with and who presented it to you unless you found it yourself?
1: It's for sure got to be. Uh, I don't know which came first, but Ninja Turtles or the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Freddy Krueger, that's my guy, bro. <laughs> to me, I, I was watching him when I was like five, six year old. He was like Mickey Mouse to me. Like I watched that movie religiously. But yeah, I, it, it probably was Ninja Turtles first. I can quote those movies like to heart, like all of oh, it. Nice. I love it. I read all the books, see all the cartoons, the movies like I love those dudes.
0: There you go, For He's going to be the Lunar Manoel of comic book stuff. He knows all the lines. He's going to perform Ninja Turtles live on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get it done. All right, so were you a a lone wolf in your fandom growing up? Or or did you have a tribe?
1: When it comes to Freddy, I kind of was the lone wolf. But, I mean, who doesn't love the Ninja Turtles, bro? When I was growing up in the (laughs) 90s, dressing up as them for Halloween, you always found other people doing the same. You could form a little squad with other people you would find in the neighborhood. Me and my cousins would, like, play fight and play wrestle as the Ninja Turtles. I remember Donatello's my favorite, so I would grab, like, my mom's broomstick and start whirling that thing around. <laughs> hey, yeah, bro. Everybody loves the they, Turtles. And then
0: she'd take <laughs> it away from you and beat your ass. Like, what you doing with my broomstick? <laughs> yeah, it's not, better the better than than. Ever could. Well, Tull. <laughs> I, I know my, my mother has, like, a, a heat sensor on it. I swear to God, this thing takes curves around corners.
1: Bro, I always used to joke around that. I was like, my mom's a sniper. She'll just always catch you. doesn't matter.
0: Son, for real, right? If our moms played sports, you know, the Yankees and Mets would be fucking bombs, son. <laughs>
1: for real, bro. <laughs> Star pitcher. Pedro yeah, Martinez, just, get out of here.
0: Right. Just just put Dominican and Puerto Rican moms to pitch. So we out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the we league right. right there. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. And... uh so talk about when where, you, know, you being creative publicly for the first time. When did you do that? When you started like kind of sharing your work,
1: bro? Honestly, there was only one time before this that I ever did it. I don't think it survives to this day, but maybe somewhere yeah. out there it is. I wrote like again. I used to practice writing, doing fan fictions and stuff. There was this one website that was, I think, meant for fan fictions, right? And it was like a Zelda story where me and someone else were writing it. Like, I would write a chapter, then they would write a chapter, then I would write the next based off what they did. I know that's out there somewhere, but if I probably read it, I would be, like, embarrassed to death. (laughs) But, yeah, that was probably (laughs) the first thing I ever put out there. And then after that, really, it's just been this. Anything else I've written is kind of for myself. I might have shown some friends, but never really put it out there.
0: All right. All right. So... What were you reading growing up? Because I'm pretty sure you must have read some comics, you know, to do comics. Or did you go in this, like, completely blind?
1: (laughs) I didn't go completely blind. I will say growing up, I read more books. And comics came into my life more like middle school, teenage years, you know. Growing up, I was reading Goosebumps, Animorphs. Like, those are my two favorite series. But then, yeah, as I got older, from watching the cartoons, like, I was a big Spider-Man cartoon fan, the X-Men cartoon fan. That, of course, made me want to actually read the comics. So eventually I started buying volumes of that. I think the first comic I ever bought, the first one I ever read was one that actually was given to me in third grade for free. It was like a, I think it was like a D.A.R.E. program thing. And it was like, I don't remember I'm the dare. title. but it was, Yeah, it was like Spider-Man versus Lizard Man. I just remember that. But I know the first comic I ever bought was the volume one of the Spider-Man Ultimate version. And yeah, that yeah. that was the first one I ever read. Okay, there you go. So you you read some good shit. Awesome, awesome. So
0: when did you learn to, to get better at your craft to attempt to do a project, you know, the first time around? And when did you even decide to do a project?
1: So as I said, I started reading comics as I got older. I read, you know, The Usuals, The Watchmen, a lot of famous Batman stories. Batman's my dude right now, of course. I read a lot of Ninja Turtles, like The Last Ronin was pretty awesome. So I kind of got a lot of research by just reading comics, but also did my own research by listening to podcasts that deal with creating comics, uh, Kickstarter ones, like Comics Launch. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. helped me. Yeah, they helped a lot in like setting up the Kickstarter and what to expect. So I just did research from like all types of places.
0: Excellent. There you go. Shit. So talk about you finally, the, the day that you put it out there. How did you start building a team to to make this project happen? And where did the project birth from? What was the seeds it, of it?
1: So the series came from me just watching Death Note, really. I don't know if you've ever seen the anime or read the manga Death Note. But yeah, there's that one scene where Light asks Ryuk the Shinigami. He's like, yo, what's your purpose in life? And he's like, you know, I don't know. We've lived so long that I kind of forgot what it is. And that always made me think where I was like, well, if they can see someone's lifespan, right, and they know when they're going to die or whatever, maybe they used to be like Grim Reapers, and that's what their notebook is for. They just kill someone when it's their time. So that kind of is what inspired this series about death and Grim Reapers. And yeah, I found my crew all through Reddit. I just saw all the talent on a subreddit. Yeah, there's a subreddit called Comics Book Collab. It's a bunch of people just looking for artists or artists looking for writers or whatever. There's so much talent there. I saw a lot of people. I was like, oh, "This is amazing!" And yeah, we just talked great and we did it.
0: Crazy! You're the first one that I've ever had on this program that has said that they found talent on Reddit. Whoa! So how, how did Yeah. So how do you even approach people on that on that Reddit? How does that even work there?
1: I believe I made a post where I was like, hey, I'm looking for artists. I think I threw out like a brief little synopsis of what I was looking for. And then people just sent me their portfolios, resumes, little websites, whatever. I just searched it all up. And uh, yeah, I just found the people that I thought would work well. We talked rates. So I just you know narrowed it down, picked the crew, and there we go. There's actually a funny story about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell Uh, me the story. (laughs) So I'm sure you've seen the alternate version I have, right? We can get into that a bit if you want. But the reason why that happened is like a happy accident. I believe in happy accidents. My original artist is a guy named Mac, right? He's from Sweden. I did find him on Reddit. He did like five pages and then he just ghosted me, right? I was like, damn, where is this dude? Like I would be emailing him, no response, you know, like what's going on? Am I going to have to find a new artist? We're only five Anybody pages in. go to Switzerland. <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn, we're only five pages in. What's the worst? I guess I can just start over. So I found a new artist again through Reddit. But then Mac eventually texted me. He was like, oh, yeah, I was sick, like in the hospital. Like, I couldn't reach you. I'm sorry about that. And I was like, OK, cool. I get it. But now I got two comics. What do I do? And well, I ran with the idea. I was like, hey, let's just make two comics. There'll be two different art styles. There'll be differences between them to give readers a reason to look at them. Like, what's different about them? And then I thought if we mm-hmm. keep it going, every issue would be like a different artist. So we incorporate more art styles every time. So yeah. Oh,
0: interesting. Interesting. And how did you decide on this team? You know, being a newbie in this.
1: Hey, Big Joe, what's popping? Way by the way way, by. baby. <laughs> <Andale>. <laughs> yeah no nah, again it was just all through just their work i was like i think this really fits what i'm looking for my style i think that as long as they're willing to commit to a long project because i do plan on this being 25 issues oh, yeah that's wow. what worked for me Yep.
0: wow and you approached them with this concept that this is a 25 issue story son
1: yeah i don't remember if i told them originally how long like how many issues but i did tell them it would be a long series I, by now they definitely know but yeah
0: <laughs> I'm sure they're putting in that work, son. Huh? For real. So, all right, so uh, why did you choose Kickstarter as the platform to, to first put, you know, that, that first project out there?
1: It's just the most well-known. And even before I ever thought of being a creator and actually doing a campaign, I've also backed things on Kickstarter. So oh, I just I've felt seen. like, you know. I've yeah. seen you. You
0: are a, a, a Kickstarter supporter, and I have see see folks. He's not just a creator. He he really supports. I see how the number he does, and I was like, yo, fantastic! Wow, he he all about it. Dig it, dig it. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> so when it comes to um, what was it? The Kickstarter. How did you learn to even navigate that? How was that learning curve like as a newbie creator with a new project?
1: A lot of it is uh, listening to comics launch, like uh, comics launch, like I mentioned, but also imposter syndrome slightly. Just looking at a lot of campaigns, seeing what I liked, and saying, "Well, you know what? That's what I like. It looks really good. I'm gonna try and incorporate that some way." So yeah. <laughs>
0: so how did you feel when that first project find, you know, got funded successfully?
1: Bro, that was amazing because honestly, in my opinion, I think I lost, I launched it before I should have. I didn't build so much of a following. Like I was doing my research and what should be done but not really marketing beforehand. So, I'm again, I'm amazed we did it. I I did what I could. It seemed to have worked. So, yo, I'm <laughs> super hyped and excited we got there. But knowing what I know now, I definitely launched it too early.
0: Oh, I got to So, did you apply those lessons to the second project?
1: Definitely. The second one became a project we love. We funded in, like, two oh. weeks. Yeah, oh. that one. That one was our best one yet so far. That one was a bad So you
0: took your time. You, did you apply all those lessons from the first one onto that second project? Took, you know Did it in a more timely fashion, I mean, for you?
1: Yeah, I definitely marketed much more at the beginning. Uh, that pre-launch campaign or the pre-launch phase, I did a lot of marketing there. And uh, yeah, I think the projects we love also help. When you get that, they kind of put you in a different section where people can look through that. And yeah, I think all those factors rolled into one really helped.
0: The algorithm.
1: Yeah, I got to appease the algorithm gods.
0: Yeah, bro. okay, okay. And and algorithm starts with Al, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the power. All right, so, so let's start talking about this new baby then. All right? So you have this new baby up right now Focus live on Kickstarter. Look, look 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 at it go. With 4 days to go though. Right now we need that we need all the help we could get, guys. It's a 25 yeah, we need some support on this phone. I mean, it has a beautiful amount of backers, but but you know, at 100, you know, salute to all of you over 100. But anyway, 5,000 goal, we're, we're only slightly above half uh, of the goal. So come on, let's get it done, folks. It is the holidays. You know, I'm gonna keep mentioning that because in these holidays, we need to support independent creators, and this is the, one of the best way to appease and make your geeks happy is by supporting independent creators like and on Kickstarter. And, and, and look at this guy. He goes, who, "Who did the art behind you? And who are your favorite artists?" That's <laughs> Joe right there.
1: If you're talking about this, funny story about this. This was being thrown away by someone in the neighborhood, and I was like, "That's perfectly good, bro. Let me get that." They gave it to me. Who yeah, drew man. it, bro? I have no idea, <laughs> but it is that. pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. And what about? All right. <laughs> so D- Dustin Casey's asking if it's about the background that that we have, you know, and, and specifically this right here. You know, oh good? keep
1: talking that that is on twitter rika sensei so i've been building a lot of following on twitter and finding artists there also oh you Some use twitter it's, yeah. it's, not,
0: it's not vacating it's it's, it's a good place to... still. <laughs>
1: you know what right now it's in chaos i feel like yeah it is kind of losing a bit of momentum but right before all of that all of this elon musk business yeah, yeah. I met Rika, right. and she does great work.
0: I haven't been affected in no sense. You know, the community that 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 we've put through the comics and all, that hasn't changed. And even meeting more people. Look at you. you, you you're networking like a mother right now on it. So that's a good yeah. Oh, so you got homie off Twitter and shit. Bro. How do you even approach these people, Edwin?
1: Game. That's, <laughs> that's, that's
0: that, New York, that New York hustle, baby. I love it. Because I'm from yeah, Brooklyn, bro. if you can't tell. I'm right, I'm right here oh, in I Greenpoint right now. I'm, I'm from Greenpoint. I'm right here right now in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. So. Yeah, bro.
1: I come from there. I mean, I live in Miami right now, but I grew up there. I go visit family every time or every year. So, yeah, I know, I know the accents. I <laughs> uh,
0: bet, So, the hurricane affects you, right? You good?
1: No, we're good, bro. It was kind of just wind and rain here. Not not too much. The last one affected us a bit more, but this one was whatever.
0: All right. Awesome. Awesome. am glad that everything was okay. Great, great, great. So, so, introduce us. What's going on here? Who, Who are these two characters? You know what? It's this whole loss between worlds, man. It was popping. That All right, was so, Jeez.
1: Yeah, it is, bro. Again, shout outs to Rika on Twitter. Rika Sensei, look her up. She needs some fantastic art. And good rates, too. Like, really well worth it. But, uh, yeah, so on the left is my homegirl, Gwen. She's got the magenta antlers with the white hair. She's the main character. She's a Grim Reaper like a bunch of other Grim Reapers in the world. They collect the souls of the dead and take them to the afterlife. But she actually, on this particular day, is tasked with collecting the soul of someone who claims to be the uh claims to have dissociative identity disorder. So okay. he says his name is Dospe, but she's looking for a guy named Verda. And she's like, what are you doing here? Are you lying to me? Like, are you trying to find a loophole and cheat death? And she has to go look for more info on this. But as she gathers this info, she finds out about an apocalypse that's happening in 24 hours. So that's why I was saying it's going to be 25 issues. Every issue is going to be an hour in this 24-hour timeline. Yeah. Uh, I
0: I used to love the show 24. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually never seen it. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, I I know the gimmick, but I've actually never seen the show. And Someone actually brought it up to me, and I was like, damn, bro. I I knew about the show, but I actually never made the correlation as I was writing this.
0: But, bro, please watch the show. At least the first two seasons were fire, son. Fire. i have to really? i have to now after writing this selling, right? bro yeah you should too i love the concept of in, in a comic book format that must be a lot of fun i mean how, how much stuff have you written i mean is the story done already on your side and we just you know going campaign by campaign what's going
1: on it's not like 100 percent fully written but i do have it kind of like for sure, it's written up to part five, and then the rest, the major points, are bullet-pointed. I know it's going to happen. It's filling the in-between. And I have a rough idea, but I like leaving that in-between blank. So in case I decide to change things up or based how things are going as people are reading, you know, you might want to tweak some things. But the major parts are bullet-pointed, and that's not going to change. Gotcha, gotcha. And let's get digging. Look at this art, folks. Looking
0: awesome. Who does the lettering, too? Because they do a great job with the lettering.
1: The lettering is done by my man, Reed Hinckley-Barnes. He does a lot of work in the indie community. I'm sure maybe you've seen his name in other comics maybe that you've interviewed because he is everywhere in indie comics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a great, great bubble placement for the art, man. So look at that. Look at this, bro.
1: Yeah, bro, clean, sharp. That's the guy I was talking about. Was claiming to have dissociative identity disorder.
0: Who, this homie right here?
1: That homie right there, yeah. All right, but. He'd be you- trying, my girl Gwen.
0: He looks like he's a liar. Okay. Look, at, look at that face, bro. Mentiroso.
1: You know, is he a hustler? Is he two-faced? What's going on there? Nah, but
0: look at that, With that haircut, I don't trust his ass. And the shades.
1: <laughs> you ain't the <laughs> only one who's told colors. me
0: that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that means your artist did a fantastic job because he has that face you just can't trust it. This is a shady motherfucker, son. Yeah, so,
1: Yep.
0: And what, look at these colors here. Beautiful, y'all. What a difference, yeah, yeah. too, between the blue and the pink and, you know, wow.
1: That contrast, yeah, I love it, yeah, bro. Yeah,
0: that's amazing, man.
1: That's but a yeah. shout-out to my color, colorist, Gabriel.
0: <laughs> Look at this There's- shit. Bro. What? <laughs>
1: That's the full image, yeah. So we're trying to go for a connecting cover deal, so you can either get the left oh, nice. side or the right side. You get both and connect what them. What is this yeah. twix? <laughs> yeah, exactly twix. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's doing, yo. Mommy got
0: like, everything. Twenty four twix. He got all this shit right here. Yo, are you the right side or the
1: left side? You got a two. Bro, I'm just, sh- I like to be unique. I like to be different, you know. But, That's yeah, fun it's
0: though. Me. I, I mean, we are like this though. It's beautiful. I, I mean, are uh, we getting a poster too? Cause this one make such a great poster or print, man. It's yeah, the,
1: the the whole point also was to have it kind of feel like a a fight, like a a, a big headline fight for pay per view, like one of those kind of posters. That was the that was the. And in poster. this
0: corner, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, so introduce, oh, Siena Muerte, Epa. Yeah, what was yeah.
1: That?
0: What is, is that a coquito? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going that, on here, bro?
1: So uh, we're introducing some new characters. Uh, like I said, Gwen ain't the only Grim Reaper. In issue two, we meet uh, the king and queen of my world's health called Nicklon. These are their, dog, their twin kids. Uh, this is Sienna, the sister, and below will be Sancho. And, yeah, Sienna has a pet frog who's called Patches for obvious reason. And, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's trained really well. Her mom and dad don't play. They know what they're doing. These kids are warriors. But she's a bit more on the timid side where she don't really like too much the spotlight. Her brother, on the other hand, he loves the spotlight, and he's the more aggressive one
0: you can kind of tell that in her face, too, here as well.
1: She, yeah, exactly. She
0: seems like and, somebody that you could work with a little bit more. And what's cool, before we move on there, is this.
1: Oh, yeah, actually yeah. You make
0: playlists so you could get into kind of their mindset. That's dope, man. Where where did you pop with that idea? I like that. I'm a big music fan, obviously.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge cool. music fan, too. I think uh I was listening to uh, Lonely is the Night by Billy Squire. And that song is like perfect for like the story I'm going for and for Gwen and her character and all that. And that just kind of I guess triggered that idea where I was like, yo, I'm gonna make a playlist of songs that like, you know, it could be like songs that this character would actually listen to that it fits their style, their personality, might even foreshadow some story stuff if you see what's oh. gonna happen in the future. Hey,
0: is, are you teasing it when look at this guy teasing, y'all? That means you gotta yeah. be exactly listening to these songs. And they go see now, see this is like a motherfucker that enjoys what he's doing.
1: <laughs> exactly face. He, like i said he's the one who loves the attention he wants to get in there he's ready to fight he'll be the first one out there Sounds and if so you see his around. scythe, yeah bro if you see his scythe, he has like the three razors if you go yeah, back to yeah. siena Hers is kind of like a bow and arrow at the bottom, so like I want to go with every oh. Grim Reaper. Ooh. Yeah, I want to have every Grim Reaper have like a unique element to their scythe. So Gwyn has that like kunai at the bottom, like the chain with the tip at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, that's actually yeah, yo, dude, that is dope.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, one that actually feels very natural. It makes a lot of sense. Why well, does everybody have the same fucking weapon? Everybody's things should fit their personality. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: I'm digging And especially with us being Latino, I mean, you know, we need our blades a certain way. So, he's <laughs> one of us. You
1: know, you know, you know we like our Anderson. sharp things.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, man, look at this. It said, what comic's influence did you have?
1: For me, it's uh definitely Spawn. I love the visuals of Spawn. Oh, ah, like, that's think, my dude right there. Virtual high five,
0: my brother. That's bro, yeah. Talking, you know? <laughs> it,
1: if you read the comic and you see a lot of the visuals, you're like, oh, yeah, I see that Spawn influence. So, definitely that and Batman, Batman, for sure, in terms of storytelling and that, like, kind of dark look and stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh, damn, who's this? Helena.
1: Yeah, so she's the other one uh, from the cover, from the fight poster. She's okay. kind of like uh, Gwen's arch rival in a way. Like, they they have similar upbringing, but at the same time, they're two completely different people. They, they're two polar opposites, and they clash heads. And, yeah, if you can't tell by the cover, they're going to have a big fight in this issue.
0: Oh, and look at her weapon. Jeez. She really ain't trying to fuck around, because if she misses for the front, she could just easily shortchange you with, Woo, I could see the use on that weapon, kiddo.
1: (laughs) And and what's not pictured is the bottom is the same. It's kind of dual-sided. Think of like Darth Maul, you know, just spinning that thing around. Yeah. She's going to be lethal. She's going to be lethal.
0: I mean, look at that. Is that blood on her dress, or is that just shading?
1: That's (laughs) just shading.
0: (laughs) Oh, is he he a mean motherfucker, son? And again, well, another playlist right there.
1: Yeah, she's gonna be brutal. She's gonna I'm telling you, her and Gwen, it's gonna be an epic fight. You know, just a little tease. It's gonna be like the last quarter, legit the last quarter of the book is dedicated to that fight and the book's about like I think it's actually more than the last quarter, but yeah, the book's about thirty pages total. I think it's like eight or nine is dedicated to that fight. So yeah, it's gonna be Ooh. something big.
0: We need that. yeah. You know? I mean, people are realizing that now that they released that 30th anniversary of Superman, now people are seeing the fight scenes and how everything was building up and the panels getting bigger. It's like now this mm-hmm. whole new generation is like, oh, wow, this is just so cool. <laughs> when we were for a while, was saying it was tacky and all of a sudden everybody was like, oh, yeah, it was. Of course it was.
1: Yeah, bro. Nowadays, every fight scene is like, yo, at best two, three, four pages. Why are they so short? Like, yeah, we need yeah, yeah. longer ones.
0: Yes, please. Please.
1: I'm, I'm here, here to provide, provide it. Book. I'm here to provide
0: it. I need action in my books. I'm, i I'm a man of the eighties. I need my action. That's why I like Black Adam so much. You know, everybody want to mm-hmm. shit on it. That shit was action fucking packed. For me, yeah. And I, oh, it's a boys movie. So what? There's a lot of girl movies. So what's wrong with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It,
1: it, it's a boys movie. I'm a boy. I can enjoy it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> All right. I love the shit out of it. I love motherfuckers. You know, motherfuckers was grabbing people's head and just tossing them. I love that. Yeah, bro, that's a hero yeah. to me. They care of business, son, and I know this. Yeah, and these are reapers. So these are my type of people. That they're gonna, they, you know. Listen, you gotta go, son. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're willing to take that final blow. That's their job.
0: Ooh, and look at this panel usage here. I love it. You know, it's wide screen. You, you catch the action, and then boom.
1: Ooh. Yeah, it does amazing on that. I, of course, you know, direct them, but he's. He's, if anything, like my filmographer. He's the one who gets it on camera, and it's like, bro, you oh. do, you produce magic.
0: Look at this scenery there, yo. Oh, yeah, and the, and, and the lines, white. I love it. I love, you know, those you know thick back lines like that. It's like, oh, this is gorgeous to me. What?
1: Yeah, Elton, bro, I'm telling you, he does wonders. I picked my crew well.
0: Yeah, hey, bro, hey, myself,
1: you got a massive song
0: on this team, because, hey, <laughs> man, look at the sequence here. Dude. Oh,
1: yeah, and
0: the colors, not nothing like everything looks perfect, bro.
1: I love that color combination, white and purple. I gotta yeah. shout out my boy, my boy Frieza. Frieza is the one who puts that in my head. I was like, Yeah, I love that color combo. Oh, and then look here
0: usage of, of the weapon with the bow and arrow, folks. I mean, look, there how you the, go. Uh, yeah, very, very anime you know, manga with the lines and all. I love it, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Look. Oh, shit. See, this motherfucker looks scary, though. Now, he really looks like death, like, coming at you like that. For real. Bro,
1: and I'm telling you, Sancho don't play. You see him gut the dude? Like, yeah, Sancho's all about (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) It just tickled him, apparently. (laughs) i look at this. Crazy, son. Look at this. Who is that? Yeah, look at Uh, is she waiting to fuck them up, or what's going on there?
1: Oh, Gwen, if you go up a page, she was kind of just watching back there. Like, go up, go up, go up, go up. Right there. You see uh, that? No, go down a little. That wide shot right before Sienna's ah, okay. jumping and okay. shooting. Okay. Go okay. down one more. One more, one more. All right, here you go. You yeah, see right. right there, like oh, up right. on the building? Yeah. She'd you be watching. What? She's like, oh, all right, you kids got this.
0: Go ahead, children.
1: Mother, you watch. know? Oh, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, we're like in a whole new world with this, right? So this is oh. the alternate style. This is the Samburai. He likes to go by that name. Uh, he's my artist yeah. for the alternate uh issue too. Uh we're kind of going for this one for like a more noir kind of style. So yeah, it's a bit more like gritty with the the drawing and the colors.
0: Oh yeah, you, look at this. Oh yeah, reminds me of old school books too. Exactly. Very, look at that. Hell, yeah, very old school with the line work and the sh- Oh wow. Man, you definitely yeah. got a ill fucking team. Look at this.
1: Yeah, bro. Another guy from Twitter, man. There's so much talent out there. You just got to know how to find it, I guess. But there's so much talent out there. And you know what's so beautiful about this idea, in my opinion? Because, again, it was a happy accident. But, bro, everybody wins. Artists are getting their work out there because, again, the idea is for every book to be a different artist. So they're getting their work out there. I'm selling double the book. And then the readers are also getting to just compare the two and be like, oh, this is so cool. Like, what's the difference? Like, everyone's winning in this situation. Yeah,
0: you're creating something very unique for sure, yo, uh, you know, or a different way to look at things. Look at this.
1: Yeah, so, like, that's the same dude we saw earlier, but in a yep. whole different style. And, of course, we're seeing my girl Gwen, but, yeah.
0: Yep, and he still looks like a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> so the deuce carries on. <laughs> that, that's got to
1: live on, yeah. Oh, damn.
0: Please, what is that? is that? Is that a kid? This guy in? That's the waitress from uh, the waitress. one of the earlier scenes. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Oh, he, he apparently is serving himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I love this. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight panels on this page. I'm a panel guy. I love you know. I like my eye to take a ride on the page. And beautifully done, man. Look at this. Hey.
1: Yeah, and you see that little film element right there, if you go back up, how, like, you see the zombie and the reflection, and then, oh, it's going to cut his head off, spoiler alert, but yeah.
0: Oof. Awesome. Let's talk about it, folks, But this is where it matters, right? With the holidays coming up, you know, these are low-cost gifts, and if you're a good person that wants to support indie, look, with 10 bucks, you could be like a Toma, thanks for being creative, you don't want nothing because... You know you have too much stuff in your house, and your significant other might just kick you out if you bring one more thing in the house.
1: <laughs> but doesn't mean you
0: can't spend the ten dollars, right? Look, and again, there's an undying gratitude who thank you to death everywhere you go with a megaphone.
1: Bro, just one dollar, one dollar. You got my undying gratitude.
0: Yep. And look, starting at five dollars when you start getting stuff, right? So five dollars you could jump into a digital tier, all right? So you got the digital book, our two, and of course his undying gratitude. Now for ten dollars, there we go. Not just you get a, a a physical
1: copy. Physical, you heard? Right here, look. It's not obviously the third issue, but I got some on hand. You know, they look gorgeous. This is actually is it, the alternate ooh. issue one. Beatles reference for my oh, music man nice. over here. Nice. But uh, yeah, this is issue one, or this is issue. I'm sorry, it's backwards. This is issue one. This is issue two. These are gorgeous. I'll flip through for a yeah. sec. I like, bro, oh, look, at this, yeah, look, look at this. Look at this art, bro. Look at this art. It's amazing. It's amazing. You gotta get on this. Ooh. But uh yeah.
0: Oh that is so fucking fire. Yeah, Yo, folks, you could get onto there with a physical copy for ten dollars, son. That's simple, that's simple. And then you know, they have a, a variant, you know, also ten dollars, so you could choose, I guess, between colors that you like, right?
1: Yeah, that one's done by my man Brandon Albedsky, who uh spoilers, he's gonna do the alternate issue three.
0: and then you got a catch up tier. So this is all digital copies where you get one of each, so you get you know, it's just one through and three, one, two, three, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Plus a, plus a lot of gratitude, you know, he'll say a prayer for you and everything, you know? $15. yeah. <laughs> and, and then again, it continues, you get digital, physical tears here for 15 so on this one, you get, you know, the, uh, the, the new issue, digital, physical, and of course a thank you. So here you get a, a double whammy, so you don't have to open that beautiful printed copy if you don't want to. You know what I mean? You could read the digital. You don't put no fingerprints. You slab it. But this is going to be a very, very big book. And yep, Abbey Road. That's why he... he
1: now, now you know which one Joey's Joe getting. All right? Bro, you know, uh, to mention the Abbey Road, I'm a guy who just loves references and like all the deep meaning and stuff. So if you read the first issue, you know there's like a band. They eventually die, whatever. Uh, the cover of Abbey Road, if you believe in the whole Paul McCartney's Dead conspiracy theory, that's supposed to be like a funeral procession. So Paul's a dead body. That's why he's barefoot. John's like the priest. I think George is like the grave digger. So on and so forth. So I thought it fit the whole my story. The band's gonna die. That was pretty cool.
0: Dude, <laughs> yeah, this guy. See, folks, the things you learn here. No, no. For twenty bucks, you get digital, physical of, of the current. You get a que- what uh, your question featured. What do you mean by that?
1: So you know how you would read those old comic books or magazines where people write in their, like, question, letter, whatever a letter it is, page? and they would answer back? Yeah, we're going to do one where you can ask me whatever you want, or you can ask my uh, my homegirl, Gwen. She'll ask she'll ask you oh, in character no, you, wait and everything. A minute. No, you do not have an action figure. <laughs> Bro, it's a clay sculpture. That's we're going to oh. yeah, we're gonna get back to this. We're going to get back to this because there's actually so cool. something related to this in the Kickstarter. But, yeah, I got this as a little gift for myself when I got the first issue done. I was like, bro, I met this guy at a con who makes great sculptures. I was like, I'm going to get one if I get to make my book. I got to make it, so I got it. And,
0: yeah. 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 All right. Then if you were going to hear something of yours on the like, holy shit, that's actually something mine. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Latino for the win, baby. Hey, yeah, yeah. All right. So for 25 you get a physical copy of all of them, right? Everything. Ooh, nice. Physicals folks, fizzies, fizzies. You smell the ink on the motherfuckers. But twenty five you get the digital and physical copies on credit to and a physical copy of alternate
1: Yep, world. so this is where we start getting into the alternate version of issue two. So that's the one like I said that's being done by Zomburai. Right?
0: Ooh, yeah, I think well worth it. You're getting two physical copies and, and a digi. 425, you get the alternate, so now you can start, you know, trying to piece it together. Like, what the hell is going on? Look at the other side, the upside down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right.
1: That's a good way of putting it.
0: Dig it, I dig it. So what's this one? Oh, you got 25 for that. I'm dying. Then you got three dollar tier, math, physicals. You know, Helena cover. Always. That's the one
1: that brings both sides. Yeah. Both sides? Oh, this one for thirty. That. that, Yeah. So. Okay. With the other versions, the regular physical, I'm basically gonna, with the survey, if we get the fun, we're gonna ask you, oh, do you want the Gwyn side or the Helena? With that one, you're guaranteed to get both.
0: Oh, folks, listen, gift givers out there, <laughs> this is one of the tiers for, to Daphne. You want gift givers,
1: collectors, you're yeah, out yeah. there.
0: It's the hardest, get it done. You know, and look at this. I mean, this is cheap. Look how many comic books you could get.
1: Yeah, we start you getting into this? discounts with those. That brings everything, I believe, the alternates and the regulars.
0: Yeah, I, I see it. Everything, sixty-five. We go. Look at this. Look, look at that list. It keeps getting. It looks like a scroll, but <laughs>
1: you open it, it keeps going. That one's even more. That's like the regulars, the alternates, and the variant covers.
0: You want this, folks? And look at the prices. Again, it's fair. It's physical. It's something that people will treasure, and it's a dope story. By an amazing independent creator, you know what I mean? Come on.
1: Yeah, bro, we'll get on this.
0: I'm never gonna end up scrolling here. Like, with that so that's the one money. that just literally brings
1: all oh, the digital, physical variants, alternates, like number one fan. That's yours.
0: <laughs> there you go. Holy shit! And for a hundred, you get a physical, a cameo spot. Cameo you spot. get drawn in.
1: Yeah, bro. So the we've been doing this every campaign. The first two was like, oh, you can become a zombie and get killed by Gwen or whatever. We're still Damn. doing that if you've never had the cameo, but also if you have had the cameo or you just prefer, we'll also put in your business, your podcast, your comic. We'll put it in as a little cameo within the story somehow. Oh, I got an idea for that.
0: I love it. He goes scrolls a swole. <laughs> 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 All right, so it was this uh, two twenty five, what? Oh for comics off oh, comic shops, retailers, listen up. You yeah, know, I just thought I'd throw
1: on. that out there. I thought yeah, I'd so. throw that out there. Anyone wants a little online store, or a comic book, whatever? Hey, there's a tip for you.
0: Yo, shit, look at that. you getting 30 books, 225 physical copies, folks. Physical copies. You hear this? Wonderful. If you're a comic shop, this is something great. You, Listen, you do the math while right? you, you're making your bank
1: back, don't you worry. Yeah, bro. The rest is pretty much just more uh, more copies for the comic book stores. But, but something I do okay. got to throw out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I do got to throw it out there. Every backer, as long as we get funded, you're going to get entered into a raffle to win a free year of Global Comics. There's going to be 10 winners oh. for that. Are you bro, on Global free. Comics, too? Oh, yeah, on Global Comics. Oh, man, fact, Global
0: Comics guys are awesome. I hung out with them during New York Comic Con. A Great time. And these guys definitely have their eye on the future. And what I really got from the vibe of hanging out with them was they really are about the independent creator and making sure that they are successful so yeah bro a great guy so you know, I, I gotta check you out there we gotta follow each other on google comics too kiddo <laughs>
1: yeah man i haven't had the fortune of meeting them yet but from what i can tell they're they are great dudes they do believe in indie comics i think they will be the number one for digital comics in the future just give it like a year or two three whatever it might be but really? i think they'll get there yeah with yeah. the
0: print on the man and everything that they're doing as well to help, to help oh yeah you know? Come
1: on now. Yeah, bro. And then hey, the, the convention uh, presence they got, they're pretty much oh, yes. going to all the big ones. Yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah like I mentioned. They're preaching it.
0: They're preaching yeah, bro. it. Like I said, I was there with them and, and I hung out with them, you know, had a good time and, and chatted a lot about, you know, future stuff. I'm like, it's good things happening, man. Be ready. Yeah, 2023 is going to be fucking
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if, if you're a comic creator and you're not on there, you need to get on there. But as I mentioned, every backer, potentially will win that. There'll be 10 winners. And if you pledge 50 or more, you ain't gonna win this baby, but one lucky winner, I'll commission one more of these for you. Dude, so now there'll me be two put that more. Up,
0: Look at that! Oh, that
1: is. So bro, like cool. I said, and it's got the the kunai down here and everything. Ooh. Yeah, bro, it's it's legit, legit. The details are pretty good. Like, look at this side right here, like the skull and all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is uh, it heavy? I would say it weighs like maybe three pounds, two three pounds.
0: That is so cool, bro yeah uh, bro. it. but folks okay we've gone through everything these are all gone you know you missed out right you missed out on these early bird stuff because you weren't an early bird but guess what you can still partake so again look look folks five thousand dollar goal is either half four days to go it's it can be third, done it's the third issue it's payday for of uh stop playing around but- i know
1: Man, And I'm going to let y'all in a little secret, too. We mentioned Global Comics. If you want to know, like, hey, is this actually for me? The first two issues are free on Global Comics.
0: Oh, did you hear that, folks? Holy shit. So if you want to dabble into this one and you need to whet your appetite and see if it's for you, uh, I salute you on that. That's awesome. Check it out. I mean, he just told you it's there. Check yeah, it out. I, I, I'll look for the link and add it below to make people's lives easier. Like, yeah, check out the comics. You are going to fall in love with this universe. The Castroverse. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I'm I'm confident you'll like it. I'm confident. Give it a year or two. You know, who knows how big we'll get? But I think the series can go somewhere.
0: Gotcha. So what what's the plan? Like, how many issues per year is is the plan?
1: Well. If we count the alternates, we're currently doing about three a year, which I think is pretty good. But I, I want to try and get to maybe four, if possible. Yeah. yeah, I think four for now would be cool. If somehow the money starts raking in in the future, then obviously we can speed up the process. But Manifest. for now, yeah. <laughs>
0: Manifest. Manifest, kiddo. That's all. Don't you worry. Well, if it's got to happen. You you go. get, if you say it's going to happen, then all the millions of cells in your body are going to make it happen along with you because, you know, the, your body is a team. So let's make it happen, kiddo. Manifestation is real power. With that, yep. And we're um, gonna hit,
1: we're gonna hit yeah. up some cons, make that money. We actually got a con appearance on November 27th. From that was my people. next question. Hey yeah. mind mom? reader. <laughs> so, so,
0: tell me what con is it? You know, do you know your booth number. What other cons are you gonna do? What's the plan on, on
1: that? They haven't told me my booth number yet, but it's called Southwest Florida Comic Con. It's going to be in Fort Myers. Uh, I'm going to be there with actually some of my friends that I met last time. They have their own comic called Deathless. Uh, We have issues. They have a podcast called The Same Thing. They're pretty cool people. But yeah, it's going to be in Fort Myers, November 27th. After that, I think I want to try and hit up MegaCon in Orlando. That's usually in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great show! Yeah.
0: I did that show two two times thus far, but I've been I was boothing with with my uh, good friend over at Geek Fest, Film Festival. He has a film festival. You know, we had giveaways and all, and I've met the community there. I mean, Dan Dillion walked right in front of the booth.
1: Yeah, bro, I, I went like two I years just ago. I called him. I said, "Yo,
0: Diane." He just came. Yo, what up? He doesn't know me.
1: I said, "Oh, I know you. Thanks for <laughs>
0: everything. I'm like, Can I have a picture?" He goes, "Sure." <laughs>
1: that's awesome bro yeah i went two I, years it's just a, a person going i met a lot of people collab with a lot of people i was like i'm gonna be here selling my book one day so that's the goal
0: let's yeah, see congrats he says you know for your success joey is a good thank guy you. too you he out there pushing and helping independent creators himself
1: yeah so, bro. much love thank you
0: yeah bro you gotta connect with somebody like big joe all right so you're gonna do those shows you got plans for what's coming up and what type of advice would you give somebody then, you know, trying to step into the game nowadays?
1: You got to, first of all, just actually put yourself out there because a lot of the people, like, that first step is the hardest, like, actually just putting yourself out there and not being scared. But besides that, you got to do your homework. Like, really research what you want to write about, know what you want to write about because you don't want to get to a point where you're like, damn, I, I'm stuck. I don't know what else to write. Like, I haven't studied this. So I don't know this that well. And <laughs> then you're just completely up shit's creek without a paddle. paddle. But yeah, just do your research. If you're going to go to the Kickstarter route, don't be like me and rush into it. Build that following. Just, just go into things prepared. I would say that like definitely be prepared. Do your homework and you'll be fine.
0: There we go. So I always like to tell people this because it, it's just to, you know, you got to hear this at some point in your life. You know, just want to say thank you from a fan of comics to a creator. Thank you for being brave and enough to create and put your stuff out there. You know, and look at you. You just went out there. <laughs> And again, yeah, an amazing team. You've created a wonderful, beautiful product. And, you know, as as, as a fellow Latino, man, I couldn't be proud to see a young man like yourself just doing what you do. So yo, much success. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank yo, you. Thank you. Always, bro, I really I'm appreciate proud. it. I'm proud.
1: I'm proud. I really yo. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, that's the goal, yeah. man. I just want people to see, like, hey, I'm just someone who just try to do this thing. If it gets big, that's wonderful. I just want to really make a living off writing. But like I said, bro, anyone can do it. If I can do it, you can do it.
0: Yeah, man, and all it takes is just to, to do it, right? Yep. Get it, get it done, conyo. <laughs>
1: yep. yep, have that drive.
0: All right, and I've been showing this off throughout the program, so let me say verbally. The links are also below, so please support Edwins uh, Kickstarter. We have only a few days left. Let's get it done. It's lost between worlds. Hour two link is below. Click away. Make it rain, make it rain, cause I know it's a holiday, so everybody exactly, got bro. paid today. Yeah, oh, no, bro. No, Get yourself, yourself one of these. Get yourself Woo! one of these. Look at that. Look at that. You know that.
1: what? Think of it this way. This will be, if it gets funded, there'll be two, only two of these in the future. And if we ever make it big one day, that's going to be worth bucks.
0: Oh, hell yeah. yeah don't <laughs> eBay. That's going to be auctioned off at some some fancy, bougie spot. You'll see. <laughs> you never know. Right? And then, of course, you know, you want to keep up date, show love and support on the social media, just follow him on Twitter at Lost Between W-O-R-1. On Instagram it'll be lost underscore between underscore worlds the number one, and on Facebook it's lost between worlds book series. All right, again links are below, and he makes life even easier. You could just go to lostbetweenworldscomic.com, dot com, and all the links are there. Books, merch, anything, anything you want, you can Whatever get to that site. He got you, all right? For real. You need pasteles? <laughs> you probably make some more pateles too, bro. You, know? <laughs> you want that rock on
1: leche, gondules, more? I got it, bro.
0: Oh my god, well it me hungry. I'm starving. All right. <laughs> so with that folks, you know what to do. I'll tells you, but of course, I like to tell you, please support my my big family over at undercovercapes.com with shows like K-pop, Cosmo, Sloppy, spoilers, outside the panels, the Freedom Crusade, No Price Podcast and more. You the other shows on my comic crew, you know like Cinema Crusaders and Weipa. Oh, yeah, all yeah, those guys. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. show sort the of love and show sort the of love to Edwin De Castro. Lost between worlds. It's gonna be big, folks. You'll see. Okay, hasta la próxima, Edwin. Muchas gracias.
1: Dale mi mano. Bye Later, everybody.
0: Bro, to sepan, <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit Comic Crusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.